Hello, priatelia. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast Learn Slovak and More. This show is about learning Slovak language, Slovak culture, traditions, and everything in between. I am your host Božena, a native of Slovakia, Slovak language teacher, and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you learn Slovak language at your best. This is season two and episode three. In the last episode, I told you about St. Valentine's Day. Today, I want to tell you a little bit about Carnival. Our Slovak lesson is about word order in interrogative sentences. You are also going to learn Slovak words for various drinks and how to say I would like something. At the end, you can find a short dialogue about ordering a drink. Tak čo poviete? I say, poďme na to. Let's go after it. Poďme na to. Hello, a vítajte. Hello and welcome again. I am so glad to have you here. If this is the first time that you are here, click the button subscribe or follow in your podcast app or wherever you listen to this podcast and later leave a review on Apple Podcasts about the part you enjoyed the most. I appreciate your feedback a lot. And I appreciate each and every one of you listeners to my podcast. This is season two. So if you are really interested in learning the Slovak language, I would recommend to start with the season one. If you just want to listen to my podcast for fun, it doesn't matter where you start. You can also search episode by a topic. Alright, last time I told you about the big celebration of Valentine's Day on the 14th of February. I also told you that we didn't have any celebrations on these days under communism. Let's just say that the communists were not fond of Saint Valentine or any other saint for that matter. However, one thing we had and enjoyed at that time were carnivals. What is a carnival? It is an annual festival that typically occurs before the onset of Lent and simply said, it is a public celebration of some kind. These public celebrations typically include street parties, parades, games, concerts, or some other form of entertainment. The name carnival comes from the Italian word carne and levare. In Italian then, carne levare means to remove meat, and in Latin, carnevale to separate word, carne, vale, means farewell to meat. Fun fact, did you know that the origin of carnivals is still, even today, very much debatable? Because nobody knows for sure how and where they started. One thing that historians agree on is that carnival is a Christian event celebrated mainly in countries with large Christian populations and started long before the rise of Christianity. It has been speculated that the world's biggest party started some 5,000 years ago with the Egyptians. Others say it was the Greeks. Historians are not sure, but the research is pointing to both ancient Egypt and Greece. It's because there were big festivities that occurred around the cycles of nature and the universe. Probably the largest celebration revolved around the spring equinox. These celebrations were 
always held around the end of winter to celebrate the coming of spring and the renewal of fertility. Carnival was essentially seen as a spiritual passage from dark to light, from winter to summer. Over the centuries, Carnival continued to evolve and became a manifestation of European folk culture. Some of the best-known carnival traditions, including carnival parades and masquerade balls, were first recorded in medieval Italy. The most famous carnival celebration in Europe was the Carnival of Venice. From Venice, it spread to France, Spain, Portugal, Germany, and so on. And to Slovakia as well. Before I go on with talking about carnivals in Slovakia, let's do our Slovak lesson first. Last time I talked about the word order of declarative sentences. Today I want to give you a simple explanation about the interrogative sentences. Declarative sentence is a simple statement, for example, Maria cita list, meaning Maria reads a letter. Interrogative sentence simply said a question we can make from the previous sentence simply by flipping the word order from subject and verb. So we had a sentence, Maria cita list. Now we make a question or an interrogative sentence by flipping the word order for subject and verb. And that would be cita Maria list, meaning does Maria read a letter? So usual word order would be verb, then subject and then object, and then other constituents of a sentence. Let's repeat our sentence. Cita Maria list, meaning does Maria read a letter? This word order is for sentences without an interrogative pronoun. So if we want to make an interrogative a sentence with an interrogative pronoun, the word order is interrogative pronoun in the first place, then verb, then subject, and then object or other constituents of a sentence. For example, if you want to say, what does Maria read? That would be in Slovak, čo číta Maria? Or if you want to say, who reads a letter? That would be in Slovak, kto číta list? Interrogative pronouns are pronouns that in English language start with W. For example, who in Slovak, to, what in Slovak, čo, where in Slovak, gde, where to in Slovak, kam, when in Slovak, kedy, and so on. Now, if you want to make an interrogative sentence with one of those interrogative pronouns, the word order would be Interrogative pronoun in the first place, then verb, then subject, then object or other constituents of a sentence. For example, čo čita Maria, meaning what does Maria read? Čo is an interrogative pronoun, čita is a verb, Maria is a subject. Another example, kto čita list, meaning who reads a letter. In this case, kto is an interrogative pronoun. Cheetah is a verb, list is object. Now, let's learn some words for drinks. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Number one, nealkoholický nápoj, meaning soft drink. So let's break it down. The first word, it's an adjective. Nealkoholický, you can understand alcohol word in it and in Slovak, without alcohol is nealkoholický. Repeat, 
nealkoholický. One more time. Nealkoholický. And the second word is nápoj, meaning drink. Repeat, nápoj. One more time. Nápoj. Now, the combination of those two. Repeat, nealkoholický nápoj. One more time. Nealkoholický nápoj. Number two, voda, meaning water. Repeat, voda. One more time, voda. Number three, kava, meaning coffee. Repeat, kava. One more time, kava. Number four, chai, meaning tea. Repeat, chai. One more time, chai. Number five, kofola. It's a drink that is similar to cola. Repeat, kofola. One more time, kofola. Number six, limonada, meaning lemonade. Repeat, limonada. One more time, limonada. Number seven, juice, meaning juice. Repeat, juice. One more time, juice. Then you can add an adjective with it. For example, pomarančový juice, meaning orange juice. Repeat, pomarančový juice. One more time, pomarančový juice. Number nine is a short Sentence. Very polite and very, very useful short sentence to know. Počúvajte, prosím si pivo. So the whole sentence, prosím si pivo, means I would like beer, please. Let's break it down. The first part, prosím si, meaning I would like. Repeat, prosím si. The second part, pivo. Repeat, pivo. Pivo means beer. Repeat, prosim si pivo. One more time, prosim si pivo. Number 10, prosim si pohar vina, meaning I would like a glass of wine, please. Repeat, prosim si pohar vina. So, pohar vina means a glass of wine. Repeat, pohar vina. One more time, pohar vina. Now the whole sentence. Prosim si pohar vina. One more time, prosim si pohar vina. Okay, let's practice more phrases in a short sentences. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Listen and repeat. Number one. Čo si želáte? Meaning, what would you like? Repeat. Čo si želáte? 
One more time. Chosi gelatje. Number two. Chosi prosite. Meaning, what would you like? Repeat. Chosi prosite. One more time. Chosi prosite. Number three. Chosi date. Meaning, what would you like? Repeat. Chosi date. One more time. Chosi date. So in Slovak, we have all the three versions of uh, what would you like in English. They are all nice. They're all polite. They're all formal. Now, a possible answer could be number one, prosim si juice, meaning I would like juice. Repeat, prosim si juice. One more time, prosim si juice. Number two, prosim si chai, meaning I would like tea. Repeat, prosim si chai. One more time, prosim si chai. Number three, prosim si kavu, meaning I would like coffee. Repeat, prosim si kavu. One more time. Prosim si kavu. Number four. Prosim si vodu. Meaning, I would like water. Repeat. Prosim si vodu. One more time. Prosim si vodu. Number five. Prosim si kofolu. Meaning, I would like cola. Repeat. Prosim si kofolum. One more time. Prosim si kofolum. Number six. Prosim si limonadu. Meaning, I would like lemonade. Repeat. Prosim si limonadu. One more time. Prosim si limonado. Number seven. Prosim si pivo. Meaning, I would like beer. Repeat. Prosim si pivo. One more time. Prosim si pivo. Number eight. Prosim si vino, meaning I would like wine. Repeat, prosim si vino. All right, that is enough Slovak for you today. Next, I want to tell you about carnivals from my past. So, I've already told you that we did not have the celebration of St. Valentine's Day in the communist Czechoslovakia and that one thing we had and enjoyed at the time were carnivals. I have to say that as a child and a teenager, I had a lot of fun during the month-long carnival season. First, there were carnival parades, mostly in elementary schools. 
Our teachers told us we had to participate because they had some prizes for us. Our parents got a note that they had to provide a costume for us and make sure that we, children, would be there on time. Once we got to the school, usually on Friday afternoon, we were to walk in circles around the gym or main school hall for the teachers to decide on what masks were the best ones. There were always many categories of the best mask. For example, the best mask of all, the prettiest mask, the most mysterious mask, the most inspiring mask, the most artistic mask, the most interesting mask, the most elaborative mask, the most exquisite mask, the most shocking mask, and so on. Whoever won got a book and a box of chocolates. Every child who participated got some candies too, so it was always a win-win situation. And even though I really didn't like parading around, I liked winning books. So I would put a costume on. My family was poor and I could not afford fancy costumes, so I would usually dress as a boy. With my one older and one younger brother, I could always find something around our apartment. My mom would perfect it with a little touch. Most of the time, I looked like a little kid from the Charlie Chaplin silent movie. Then, one year, my mom sewed a pirate costume for me. That became a big hit at my school and I won many prizes with it. I was happy. I got a couple of books to read and a pretty good supply of chocolates. Carnival in high school was pretty much the same. The only difference was that after the prizes were distributed, we had a disco party with a real DJ. And that meant good songs and good dancing. I love that. I told you before and I'm telling you again. Yes, you can call me Dancing Queen. After the high school, I was eligible for masquerade balls at restaurants or social clubs. I think that was my favorite. The demand for those masquerade dance parties was enormous. You had to reserve your spot really early. Ladies had to wear long gowns and gentlemen suits or tuxedos. You might say that it was expensive. Luckily for me and the majority of young people attending those balls after high school, it was not that bad. Yes, we still had to pay an equivalent of $50 for a ticket to get in, but we already had gowns and suits from our high school graduations. Girls would usually exchange their dresses among themselves so nobody could guess who they were. A little tweak here and there, a new accessory and or something over the shoulders would do the trick too. However, the most important thing was the mask. And the face mask was never revealed to anyone, not even to a person's best friend. All that just for fun. When that evening came, you would usually enter the facility with the mask on your face so no one could recognize you. It was so mysterious, so puzzling. Then you would be dancing with many different partners, maybe flirting here and there, just for fun, until midnight. At midnight, the party would pause a special committee would announce the king and the queen of the ball. They would be called to step forward and reveal themselves. Then everyone would be called on to take their mask off and the party would continue for another hour or so. We all enjoyed a lot. Our short dialogue today takes place in a coffee house, which is Kaviareň in Slovak. Počúvajte. 
Dobrý deň. Dobrý, čo si želáte? Prosím si dve kávy a jednu kofolu. Ako kávu chcete? Jednu tureckú a jednu viedenskú so šlahačkou. Cukor? Mlieko? Cukor, prosím. Dáte si nejaký zákusok? Nie, ďakujem. To bude 4,85. Tu je 5 eur. Zvyšok si nechajte. Ďakujem. All right, I hope you understood the most of it. If not, replay it and try again. Ok, to je všetko pre dnešok. That is all for today. I recommend that you listen to the Slovak lesson a couple of times to reinforce the learning of the language. Download the episode so you can go back to them as many times as you need. And don't just passively listen to Slovak words or sentences. Please repeat them out loud. I also recommend recording yourself and listen to your recording to hear how your pronunciation is. This way you can get some feedback on it right away. Check the details of the episode and look at the timestamps to skip to the section you are interested in. Check my Instagram at Boženas Slovak where I am posting the pictures of what I am talking about on my podcast. If you have any questions, send it to my email hello at boženaslovak.com. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I am so grateful that you listened to the end of this episode. I will be back next week with more. And please tell everyone about this podcast so they can enjoy it too. Thank you and until I hear from you again, ciao. Ďakujem a do počutia.